Are you so busy and overwhelmed that you can't get enough time to connect with God? Are distractions robbing you of your time with Jesus? Is your motivation to spend time in the Word just not what it used to be? Do you want to be more consistent in your personal Bible study? Welcome home, sister. I'm Rosie, a mom, wife, teacher, and devoted disciple of Jesus. And like you, I struggled to stay consistent with my Bible study. When life got busy, I felt so overwhelmed that spending time in God's Word was no longer a priority. In my hardest seasons of life, my motivation to be in the Bible grew weak. I lost my convictions and walked away from God. But by His grace, my faith was restored and with the conviction to never take God's Word for granted again. If you're tired of letting the enemy steal away your time, energy, focus, and motivation, then sister, this podcast is for you. So go reheat your coffee, dust off your journal and Bible, and get ready to take back your time. Psalm 107 verse 19 to 20 says, Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. He sent out his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Wow. Sister, this last weekend was a very scary one for me and my family, especially my my kids, particularly my my teenage son. So I'm sharing this with you because I just I have to share I have to share because I know that this can really encourage you. A lot of us have been through these kinds of situations that I'm about to share, and I hope and pray for you if you're going through it right now. I hope that God will give you peace and give you not just peace of mind, but peace in your heart, and that you will surrender to him this worry and this concern that you have in your heart. Something similar, perhaps, that I had this last weekend. So to tell you the story... Basically, our dog, who we've had for 11 years, got into a pretty big car accident. And when I say big, it's where I didn't see it in person, but I heard it and it was loud and it was in front of our house and he he escaped, which he hadn't done in in a while. He was just roaming the neighborhood and a car, you know, the neighbors attest to it. The car, obviously, he, he couldn't stop. He, he jumped in front. And, the, you know, the guy, he stopped. He stopped to see how he was doing. But really, there's nothing that could have been done. Uh, so the dog, my dog, member of our family who we love so much, was um, there on the side of the of the road in a lot of pain. And I could tell, you know, he wasn't crying, but he was. he couldn't really move. And so I, I knew this was going to be serious, or I, I thought it I actually thought it was even more serious than what I'm about to tell you, because Lord God is amazing at how he's doing right now is just beyond words of a like miracle. So we took him to the hospital. My, my son was devastated, crying just upset. Um, as we went to the hospital, he calmed down and he sat back uh, with him. And and I just, I called the vet. And at that point, I wasn't crying because I was just trying to figure stuff out. But when I called the vet ahead of time, trying to, trying to let them know 
that he was, you know, we're on our way. I just, I could, I could barely talk. I started crying and, and explaining how he had been in a car accident and, and they asked me a bunch of questions. And so I got there and the thing is, is that that evening, just about four hours after that was going to be my husband's birthday party. Uh, so I was just like, oh, I, I mean, I, I didn't even know we would have the party. Like I thought this was going to go way south really fast. So the thing was that when I got to the hospital, actually, even before when I when I was driving and as I as I saw my son, you know, as I just saw him in pain, just just I was I was, of course, in pain because this was I love my dog um, and I know pet owners. If you're a pet owner, you know how that feels. You love your pet and they're like family, especially the more time you have them. So it was it was just tough. And so I prayed and I said, God, please. Lord, if, if, if he can make it, Lord, if, if it's not his time, you know, please heal him. Please take this pain away from him that he's experiencing. Um, please be with the doctors. Uh, please make him well. I don't want to see my children suffer over this kind of death if it should happen, because this would be a tragic kind of death. And the truth is that a lot of either pets or people, of course, um, go through these kinds of situations and, or they, they will have, you know, uh, uh, an accident and, and they'll go through a whole lot to, to get healed. Um, and if, you know, it's not their time to go, uh, usually their, their healing is, is long and it's a process and it's, um, it's just, it's painful to, to kind of watch them go through it. And it's worrisome when you don't even know which, which way is going to go, whether they're going to get better, or they're going to get worse. And I felt that desperation in my heart, even as the doctor, you know, was going to do tests. And so between, between finding out those test results in that two hours, my heart was just in a state of grief. And even though he hadn't been gone yet, I, I just felt so, I mean, he had, and he has not, you know, he, he's here, so he's not gone. He's alive and, and he's recovering. I'm just, I'm saying that because in my mind, I thought, oh my gosh, you know, he, this might be his time. Um, but he was, he did, he did better. He, you know, the doctor called me, the initial test results were not so bad. Um, it really wasn't so bad the 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 lungs were punk was were uh, hurt of course they were um they were hit so they suffered um some trauma and he did break a little part of like the rib i can't remember exactly but it was a little bit it wasn't much um and it was you know the main concern was the breathing right and now as he's healing the liver just making sure it's okay but i have the medications now to take care of that and he's here resting in in our home and he's he's seems to recover be recovering okay um so this was just a few days ago and i just i just felt like oh my gosh but when as i'm seeing him get better you know when when i had him in the in the car on the way back from the hospital um i just couldn't help but just have just these this enormous gratitude in my heart and this feeling of relief and and just i just thank god so much that he was coming home just two days later, just two days later. And I just, I, I'm telling you, sister, if you, oh, if you would have seen him and, and if you just have heard it, it, it was, it was tough. 
And, um, I don't know. I just, I, it was, it was really tough. So I, I just can say here that, uh, I've had other loved ones, you know, passed away, family members passed away. And that, that's tough. You know, when you're going through grieving, I think the hard part about watching someone or knowing that someone or some being like, let's say a pet, you know, and I've also had family members be very ill and pray, you know, praying that they would uh, get better. Um, it, it's it's hard to, to go through, uh, especially the closer you are to that family member. Um, and that that is hard. But, you know, I think about this Psalm, Psalm 107, 19 to 20. And I want to share with it. I wanted to share it with you to encourage you if you or when you because we all will go through something like this at one point or another in our lives. And just the fact that when we cry out to the Lord in our trouble, he saves us from our distress. Isn't that really something? He saves us from our distress. Like I, I felt distressed. I felt I felt like, oh, my gosh. Um, but he gave me more peace, even though I was still worried and I was still hurting and that's okay. Cause you, you're gonna, you're, it's normal, right? You're going to worry. You're going to feel some kind of distress, but when you call out to the Lord, he, there's a sense of more peace that comes to you and that you can just go on and through your day and continue even though you have that person or that if it's a pet, that pet on your mind, the people, the being or the person that you care about so much um, is there on your heart. But knowing that he saves me from my distress and and it says in verse 20, he sent out his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave, you know, so he's talking here of, of course about people. So let's, we're not going to compare, you know, animals, right? Dogs or cats or other pets to people. There's no comparing that, but we know that we can get a connection right with these pets. And I'm just saying that I, I love that, you know, God, God healed my pet. Like he's healing him. He, I, I just, in my desperation, I cried out, God, especially for my kids, please, you know, and you don't know the answer you're going to get sometimes, whether God's going to say yes, whether God's going to say no, um, he's going to say, you know, he's going to just be like, it's his time. And there's a reason for this. And God has always a reason for everything. I know that I know that, you know, if, if it wasn't his time, and he would have gone, there would have been a reason for that It would have been hurtful, uh, really, really tough. But but there is a reason that my my pet is still here <laughs> and he's here to bless our lives for longer and um my my children um you know they know that a prayer has been answered um it's it's so relieving and so faith building um you know especially for my son so faith building to know that you were merciful and graceful and just you said okay i'm going to heal him and the fact that he didn't get more, you know, just worse than, you know, the doctor actually said, I have to say this part, the doctor, when I explained everything that happened, the doctor on the phone, the doctor said, he is lucky to be alive. And I was like, in my heart, I'm like, he's not lucky. He's like full of grace of God's grace. This is divine intervention. I don't really believe in luck. <laughs> I believe in God's intervention. And so, you know, just that. So, I, I want to encourage you, my sister, um, if and when, uh, I don't know if you're going through it now, but when that happens, 
just know that there's a scripture here for you. Psalm 107, 19 or 20. That, that's really why I wanted to come on here to share this verse with you, share this story with you, um, really to, to encourage you to know that, you know, God is here. He's there. He says, and they, they cry out to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them from their distress. It doesn't really say he saved them from their situation, right? He didn't get them out of the situation, but he saved them from their distress, their feelings of distress. I think, I believe that this is what it's trying to say. At least this is what I get from it, that he saved them from their distress and he sent out his word. And this is what's beautiful. He sent out his word and he healed them and he rescued them from the grave. So I pray that you're encouraged by this, by this short little sharing. I guess I wanted to share the story and a scripture. Uh, I think maybe it's kind of like a devotional, but with a, with a story, with a personal story that I, I pray that you will understand that and remember and be, get, you know, deep in your convictions that prayer is powerful and effective. The Bible says the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. That's another scripture in the, in the Bible that I really love so much. And that's in James 5, 16. The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. Another amazing scripture. All right, sisters. So I pray that this devotional and this time of understanding the power of prayer, God's healing, the way God rescues you, it is it is so, so encouraging. And I pray you were encouraged by this episode and that this, my story encouraged you. And please, if you have any prayer requests, if you are going through something yourself or have a family member or a family member, whether it's a human family member or a pet, of course, uh, going through some kind of, you know, illness or trying to recover from something and uh, or experiencing something, you know, very difficult, please, please request it in the prayer chat in our community. So just go to bit.ly slash let's be intentional and go into the prayer chat. I'll, I'll approve, you know, go ahead and answer the membership questions. I'll approve your request. You can immediately get into the prayer chat and I will, we'll start praying for you. We have several sisters in there who are constantly praying for each other. Every week I check in and we're just like, Hey, what can I pray for? And we're in there. Uh, requesting prayers, encouraging one another with prayer. So get in there if that is what you would like and need right now at this time in your life. All right. All right, sister, I love you so much and I will see you in the next one. Hey, sister, if this episode encouraged or blessed you in some way, and the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. Also, I would love it if you join me in my Facebook community, Intentional Bible Study for Christian Women. There is an amazing sisterhood encouraging one another and praying for each other. And sister, if you've ever thought about connecting deeper with God, through a consistent, powerful, and uniquely designed Bible study routine that works just for you and your time needs. Look no further because I am your mentor and friend and your coach, and I can help you. All you need to do is write me at coachwithrosie at gmail.com. You can connect with me there, or you can check out theintentionalchristianwoman.com for more details. Lastly, if you haven't done so yet, I would invite you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the way that I know this show is blessing you. My sister, I love you. Know that I'm praying for you and I will see you in the next one.